got some awesome guests here that are uh, from Houston and we're driving Houston, you know how it is, and uh, I'm going to send it over to Olsen to give him some proper intros on who we have here at the table today. Yeah, good to have uh, uh, the Sawhouse Outdoor Power Equipment and Supply Brothers, Jose and Hector Cantu. A.K.A. Sawhouse Brothers. So, uh, also <laughs> no, it's, known it's, it's as Sawhouse, Sawhouse Bros. Bros. Oh, Sawhouse Bros. Too. I forget, I forget. So be sure to listen all the yes. way to the end because yes. we're going to ask again what the name is. And hopefully, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, hopefully I won't chop it up at the end. But no, welcome, guys. How's it going? Man? Uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, my name's Jose Cantu. Hector Cantu. And uh, we, we're, we're excited to be here, you know? Thanks for uh, showing Being up last your- minute. I know that was... It was something that uh, we kind of threw your way, you know, pretty late in the evening yesterday. And so glad both of you guys can make it. Um, I guess to start off, I guess, tell us a little bit about the history of Sawhouse, how that came into fruition and, and what that journey has been for you guys. So maybe point. what I can start off is just just a general idea, just so kind of people can get a grasp of what we do, what we do, what we sell and so forth, who we service. Um, Hector and I have come back from a uh, come from a uh, mechanically inclined uh, background. Our dads, uncles, everybody's mechanic mechanically inclined. So we've always spent a lot of just time, just as kids growing up in in the trenches of mechanic work. Um, we started working for a outdoor power equipment that supplied landscaping equipment as technicians back in the I would say early to mid nineties, more or less, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably about mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we kind of just branched off, moved into sales, so forth, and then we kind of just went on and on. We, our dad at that time worked for, and he started there in 1971 when- That was, was Trees, that trees, was Trees, trees Inc. 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 Okay. Trees I've Inc. seen those, I've seen trees, those trucks around. Yeah, yeah. they, they around. generally didn't do a lot of private work. Usually, if you ever pay attention to the power lines, um, there's, and you see these butchered trees- so these power lines, there should not be any trees underneath the easement. So what they do, what they're responsible is Centerpoint, our local energy company here that's, that owns all the power lines, contracts these companies to go out there and do, I guess, separate the trees. Right. From, from the power lines. From the from, power for, line. Just for safety, I'm guessing, right? For safety. Yes. And not only that, if a hurricane hits, we all know, you know, obviously we're in Houston, hurricanes, mm-hmm. um, they're going to take them down. And you don't want to be out two or three weeks without. So, they, and then also to a cost of fire and so forth. Right. Anyway, so we grew up around the tree industry, so to speak. So, Hector and I, when working there, we were just kind of brainstorming. We're like, man, what do we, you know, what do we want to get into? What do we want to do? You know, we were going to college at the time. You know, what is it? We didn't know. We were actually pretty good technicians we were actually top-notch technicians we were really good at two-stroke which means uh small if anybody that knows small chainsaw they're just true stroke engines very small we didn't dabble into landscaping industry the big mowers and stuff like that we just like it was just too hectic for us so the beginning of sawhouse was december the End of December of 1999 I believe is when oh. we kind of just launched it it was what what is that 20 years 20 ago? 21, 21, 21 years. 21 yep. years ago. Damn. <laughs> yeah, cheers to that. That's when we were... Uh, Showing your age I always there. say that's when we were young and dumb. Now we're just old and dumb. <laughs> um, Yo, it's, you, it's called 
experience, experience at this yes, point. That's, that's yeah, the wisdom. Ed, yes. Um, from there, we just kind of, um, oh, so the name Sawhouse. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the name Sawhouse came to be, uh, if you guys remember by the Galleria, there was a place called Golf House. No, they sell yeah, this golf yeah. equipment. Yeah. So we would pass by. Hector and I were trying to brainstorm. What are, what are we going to call ourselves? We asked our parents, hey, can we work out of your garage? And we say, hey, you know what? We just work on sauce, chainsaws. Let's call it Saw House. Hence, that's how the name and was born. Stuck, saw huh? House. We work out of our house. I look up. We work on Let's call it Saw House. It's that's actually, not overcomplicated. You know what's funny? It's yeah. such a very catchy name. At now, it's very, very well known, everybody. We've kind of created a niche in the market. Um, we were there. I don't know if Hector, Hector can kind of continue the. Well, I kind of cringe when, when, when uh, people are at a store and they pick up the phone. Hey, well, I'm at Sawhorse. Or, hey, this is the guy that's at true. Sawhorse. <laughs> true. That really does bother me. You know? it's yeah, people it's so ha- close to yeah. a Sawhorse. If, but. You know, it's funny on Google, if you do a search Sawhouse, you get the correction Sawhorse. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it, it corrects it. And it's, you, it's, but you know what? You, you can pay to get that corrected. That's true, true. You I can pay to Google. You know, we talked we, to somebody yeah. yesterday. I need an IT yeah. guy. Yeah. Huh? Actually, <laughs> you know what? You know what? In our previous podcast, there's a guy that may be able to help you. Mm. Um, but they they it was funny that, that you brought that up because we were talking just about that yesterday. Yeah, Sawhorse. Ha, sawhorse. Oh, hey, you guys Sawhorse. Sawhorse. No, Sawhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Saw House. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's it is a catchy name. Joke. I mean, yeah. the, the, the name is really catchy. I mean, it's hard to forget. Saw yeah. House. Saw House. You know, Saw House Outdoor Power Outdoor Power, power Equipment and Supply. Yeah. So, so you got a name? You're working out of a garage? Working out of a garage, working. At the time, um, all the other outdoor power equipments were just catering to the landscaping industry. Nobody catered to the tree side, the arborist side. Well, of the what, okay, wait, wait. Let me stop you there. Why is that? Why do? Why did they gravitate towards the other end and not? The biggest deal was at the time. A lot of the major utility companies here in town had what's called. A, we represent a product called Steel S T I H L. It's a German manufactured. It's German engineered, but it's actually ninety nine percent. A lot of people don't know this. Ninety nine percent of their products are actually. Manufactured here in Virginia Beach, here in the but South. that just started okay. uh, maybe fifteen years ago. Yeah, or, or at the time, but, yeah. it, but it comes from Germany. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, but before, but prior to that, you're saying we it was straight from, from Germany. Germany. Yeah. Okay. Most yeah. of the equipment yeah, it was, was, it was coming from Germany. Okay. Yeah. And then they started phasing the German products. I, that makes sense, right? Oh. From an economic perspective, exactly. you want something local. Now, you want something. There is a couple of saws that are still from Germany. Still manufactured there. Yeah. And uh, and those are probably the best for some reason I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't, are I those don't the bigger ones? Yeah, yeah they're bigger. Uh, some of the specialty yeah. ones. Okay. You know, and you can you can actually if you look at the serial number, I I want to say I, I, don't quote me on this, but I think the last number has to be a two. On oh, okay. There. So we can identify if it's a German oh. manufacturer's chain saw or if it's still manufacturing in the states. Very cool. So at the time, uh, these utility companies like Trees Inc., Asplen, Davy, you see them in the you know in, in the industry, they were. Um, they had national accounts. They're so big. You know, you're talking about Aspen. It's a worldwide company. So they have so much power that they were just buying direct. So I think what it was is the outdoor power equipment in the industry kind of said, kind of spite. Out of spite, they said, and you know what? They didn't cater to them because, well, you buy direct. I'm not going to service you. I'm not going to cater to you. Nobody was really carrying 
ropes, saddles, that kind of harness, especially the accessories the that most people accessories look for and need, right? Exactly. And these, and some of these utility tree companies do have their or had their very own uh, two cycle technicians. Uh, I, my grandfather worked for Trees Inc. and I, he was he would work on uh, two cycle linge, um, chainsaws. At, at at the tree at the company yeah yeah at the company there and I think my dad did dabble with that when he first started he first uh, working started for trees when he was he must have been seventeen or eighteen years old yeah and he was already oh, wow. working on chainsaws then wow so so really I mean you went from grandfather to dad yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. so this is really so now, yeah without <laughs> even legacy. actually wanting to be in the industry we just yeah. kind of fell in the industry so to speak you know we created a niche we created in the niche and I still remember the. Uh, the I think it was the I wouldn't say the hurrah. There's a second hurrah moment when we were kind of like we got into it and we we were established. We put a niche our niche in the market, but uh, at the time there was an up and coming uh, tree company called ABC, mm-hmm. and uh, Hector can kind of I'll let Hector kind of take the reins of of how that company came to be and how it affected us in a certain way. I've seen that. that. I've seen those trucks around too. Yeah, they started five company, five trucks, and I remember we got the phone call. We got a phone call, and it was a big deal. So we get a phone call from uh, Jose Garcia. To remember his name, he's still a customer with us today, and he calls us. He says, "Hey, Jose, uh, my." So- Jose Garcia used to work for Rasplin, which is a worldwide company. Mm. And uh, the big orange trucks, right? Big orange big orange yeah, yeah, I've seen yes. those too. Yeah, and they're actually not orange anymore for some reason. Their logo is orange, but I think they phased the orange out. I think. But a lot of them back in the day, yeah, everybody yeah. just knew them from orange. Right, and uh, so Jose Garcia got hired on with 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 his new up and coming. Uh, uh, Somehow, I think he was. He was married to one of the sisters or something. I, I don't I somehow. Don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not. But sure. anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, he he uh, he he called he called us up and he goes, "Hey, we're gonna we need to we just purchased seven trucks, right? It was seven, it was five or five, five or seven, seven trucks. Yeah. It was it was a handful. Yeah, and it was, hey, we need to uh, we need to get these trucks loaded, and we're like, okay, loaded like from top to bottom. He goes, yeah, okay. So that means chainsaws, uh, safety equipment. Uh, harnesses, harnesses climbing equipment, ropes, the bells uh, and whistles, bells and everything, <laughs> traffic equipment, yeah, wow. safety, everything, everything from top to bottom. And at the time, more or less, depending on if it was a bucket truck or a uh, a manual, I think it's what they call them. Um, it ranged probably between forty five to fifty five hundred dollars. So at the time, nineteen ninety nine, we were oh, we were man. barely you know. I remember our first year revenue was forty thousand dollars. That's and good, it was, and it was, so we, when he came up to us and we we're like, okay, we need to figure things out. So I, at the time we, uh, branched out and we called the company, what was the company's name? Uh, safety test, safety test. I think I, North Carolina, uh, somewhere in the, Carolinas. somewhere, yeah, somewhere out there. We called them and, uh, they had a great relationship with my dad at trees. So they, my dad's, our, our dad's always been a straight shooter, very, you know, Olsen knows our dad. And um, he's just those kind of guys that, that uh, you, as soon as you meet him, you, you, you talk to him, you just command respect out of him. He just, he's just very, very small and saturated, but you can just tell he's a type of guy that as kids, and even he's, a to no, us, he's a no nonsense kind yes, of guy. Yes. Even yeah. today, Hector and I will be in church at 40 years old, 40 something years old, and he can just look at us from a site. Stop chit-chatting. Hey, hey you guys, quit, you know. Yeah. Um, so safety test actually shipped us 
everything, the whole, they were a wholesaler. They were a distributor for all the manufacturers. They just shipped us, yes, whatever you want. Boom, boom, boom. They shipped everything down there. They didn't there. even ask for any money. They didn't, didn't ask for even anything. No right. credit application. Right. No, they just shipped it. And I honestly, I don't remember the amount, but it was a substantial amount. So they took right. a leap of faith with you with guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you guys, in turn, took a le- leap of faith with ABC. ABC, yes. yes. Gotcha. So so he's telling you, hey, I need this, these trucks top to bottom. Is that a one-off? Is that is that going to be a weekly? or how, What is well, right now, I mean, these—it uh, just depends it's, it's, how well, the contracts go. Yeah. They—they right. they got mean, us. You're yeah. salivating because it's like, hey, we but at the time, at the time, it was five, seven trucks. Then we get another phone call later. Hey, I have another five trucks. Hey, I have another five trucks. I have, a, you know, so it just kept the ball kept rolling, 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 and then we started supplying more and more equipment, more supplies. Our local customers that we dealt with were like seeing, hey, you guys sell rope, you guys sell saddles, oh, you guys traffic cones, this and that. So we just kind of started branching out. Then, now that was this during the time that you were still working out we of the garage. We were still working out of our showroom floor was the garage. The garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A pegboard on this wall, another pegboard on this wall. We had chainsaws hanging from the ceiling. Uh, we didn't have anywhere rafters. to put yes. I mean, in the garage. In, in the, the garage. garage. It looked like it, a movie, like you're doing Chainsaw it, it really, 5, Chainsaw yeah, Massacre yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was nice to see. Either. It was some hot summers. Um, Olsen, Olsen was, oh. uh, was a key component when <laughs> oh, we started nice. Saw House, helping us with a ton of our IT work. And I remember he would oh, come man. nice and crisp and clean. <laughs> That's when I had to dress up, Steve. And, and, and I actually had to wear a coat. And he actually <laughs> he would show garage. up to the shop. And poor guy, he would just sweat. <laughs> sweat. <laughs> I remember his words. I don't know if they were the actual, his actual words, but he was like, dude, I, I, can't, I can't be working under these conditions. <laughs> I'm sure that's what there's it was, a, and I'm sure it started with it. Dude. There's a certain dude. standard. It, it, was a, it was a small 800-square-foot garage with, like, three roll-up doors and... You know, it was, it was very, very quaint, I guess, the best. And is this a side hustle, or are you doing it full-time at this well, point? Well, you know, at first it actually was just a side hustle. It was more moonlighting, oh, let's just make some extra right. money. And one thing led to another, led to another. Funny story is, you know, another thing is we were very well known in the steel industry. Um, at the time, steel, and they still are, the steel is a very, very, one of the one of the hardest companies for you to actually get a hold up and become a, a steel dealer. There's a lot of things that you have to, not only just capital, but you have to have a service department. You have to have a brick and mortar store. Show, show nice roof, nice showroom floor, floor oh. display. So, so just, is, that, is that the standard for every company that you deal with or just steel? Yeah, steel some steel, more than others. Some okay, more than okay. others. So what we did was uh, we contacted steel. Hector and I had probably, man, we had saved up like maybe $50,000. We said, okay. this should be enough. They, how could they not say no? We had already purchased a pro- piece of property where we we're going to put the store. We're actually where we're located now. And uh, we approached them and they said no. Because of the capital that you were trying to bring to the not table? Not because of the capital, our location. Show, yeah, location. Oh, wow. Location. Working out of a... A out of a house, out of, out of a, yeah, out of a garage. So they I guess yeah. they said the no. security that you're going to be there tomorrow and the next yeah. day after. So what we did, was, and we weren't going to re- in their eyes, we weren't representing their product correctly. Product which correctly. I, I got it. Gotcha. You know, first impression is always very important. So what we did was at the time we were actually going to other steel dealers around town and actually quote unquote bootlegging them 
You know, we would buy equipment that they had surplus of. We would put go in there with big purchase orders. We knew the price list. We knew everything. Right. Hey, you guys, uh, we would go to a particular dealer. Hey, you guys don't, do you guys sell bar and chain oil? Yeah. Well, you know, if you can order it in bulk by the pallet, you get a better price. Well, I, I don't move any. He goes, well, let's do this. Order the pallet for us. You'll get a better deal. You can keep five, 10 cases. We'll take the other 700 or 400 or 200 cases ourselves. Nice. So we would take, hey, you haven't sold those chainsaws? Give them to us. Hey, can you give us a price? Because we're actually providing service on units as well. So can you give us a discount on parts? Yes. So we just kept jumping around dealers. And it got to a point that we were considered like a bootleg dealer. We had other dealers oh, wow. calling us. Remember? Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you got this go this house. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't even a it. dealer. The so, of the market. So, and, and customers knew they might have, I mean, we might have not been the, the least expensive and we, you know, our, our prices may, may have been a little bit more than MSRP, but the service we provided these customers, they were just like, you know what? I like these boys. I like the service they give us. I like the can too, boys. I don't mind. Sure. I don't nice. mind paying a little extra. And they have it. So yep. are you guys divvied up to where you're going to be the front man going to everybody making the deals you're going to run the back office getting all the stuff inventoried or are you guys going to meeting everybody at the same i think time? it was a mutual thing i think we just kind of just kind of fell into place i'm a little bit more of an outgoing kind of person hector is too as well but i think hector picks up on my weaknesses and i pick up on his weaknesses so we kind of complement each other on a lot of things uh and I remember uh, when uh, we approached Steel and they said no, and we were like, man, we were pretty down. So then what we did was we approached another manufacturer by the name of Echo. And Echo is something that you might see at the big box stores. Sure, yeah. like a, uh, still a great product. Still a great product, very commercial. And uh, they took a leap of faith with us and they said, yeah. Now, there is a backstory to, to Echo. So the distributor for Echo here in town is here in town for a small part of Texas. And they they had a relationship with Trees Incorporated okay. as well. Okay. So they Everywhere they go, dad. Trees. It just goes back to Trees. I like to Trees. It's like a very incestuous yes. industry, yes. I guess. Yeah, there's Trees. So it goes back to Trees. Uh, and, and they knew about us. They heard about us. They knew my dad yeah. or our dad. And, and they said, yeah, they, they took a leap of faith and they started providing. At the time, there was a particular model that was extremely popular in the arborist industry um, was the model 3450. And uh, we just started moving a ton of chainsaws. Pallets chainsaws, and pallets. pallets. Trees, I mean, ABC turned from a small tin truck to 100, 500, 1,000 oh, trucks wow. nationwide. In they what were just, time frame? It, I, I'd probably say about maybe three to five years mm-hmm. it took wow. them. That's so like Steel found out who is this ABC and why are they using Echo? So oh, wow. they came into town, they wined and dined ABC and took them around to several steel dealers, maybe two or three, I don't know, the major ones, and says, hey, we want you to represent our product. ABC, or, use our product. or use our product. We want you to use our product. I don't want you to use Echo. They said, no, we deal with the Cantu boys. Wow. No way. Yes. We were like, that's how much it, it was. It was a cool, cool for us. It, it was, it was nice. For that's them a big too. So then guess who comes knocking on our door? Trees? No, no, no. Still. Steel Steel comes knocking oh, on our door. they say, Hey, you don't, you did, but so you didn't represent the brand at that point. And then 
fate intervened with ABC growing the way they did, then still in turn says, hey, let's let's make try it, to make yeah. something work out. Exactly. So how, how does that play out? Are so, you still are you in the garage when they come back to you? Yeah. No, we're still in the garage. We're still okay. in the garage. Awesome. So we right, get, you know, again, steel is uh, is a manufacturer and you can only get steel through a distributor. So our distributor is uh, Blue Mountain, which is in McKinney, Texas. And is that is that still the same? Is that yeah, it's still, still the same? Yeah, okay. still out of McKinney, not, just I, north of the, uh, all they Dallas. do is is distribute steel product. That's it. And they, they have two distributors. They have one in McKinney, and then they have another one in Missouri, which is uh, the one in McKinney is Blue Mountain, and the one in in, um, in, in Missouri is uh, Crater Distributing. Crater Distributing, which so is kind of like the Crater middle. Distributing is the home office of both distributors. And uh, so the owner, right, we get a— No, we, we get a phone call. Tell them how scared we were because we get a phone call from uh, a, a local rep, steel rep. Which, by the way, this rep ha- would stop at our store to chit chat, just just to talk. Hey, what's going on? Because we had already we we had known him since uh, we were working at a, the at prior dealership. We okay. and he out. wanted he was on our side, but he was trying he, to push steel for us to get steel. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I mean, he doesn't work for them anymore, but he would come to us. Hey, uh, I got this. Uh, I have this dealer who has excess of this. You, Do you buy want him? it? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, bring it over here. Yeah. So that's how we started carrying a lot of. Steel. Your products. So, uh, we get the phone call. He, we get the phone call from our rep. He says, "Hey, uh, so the owner of uh, Crater and Blue Mountain is Stan Crater, and uh, we get a phone call. And, hey, Stan's flying in. He he has a private jet. He fl- he's a pilot, flying in, and uh, he wants to meet you guys. So Hector, and I'm like, oh my God, we're gonna get in trouble." We're in trouble because we Here sell steel. Here comes a lawsuit. <laughs> Close the door. Just this, go back. Let me go. Yeah. And uh, they came to our shop. Uh, the most modest guy you'll ever meet in the world. Very nice. And uh, they approached us and they said, hey, guys, how would you guys like to become a steel dealer? But before that, I mean, yeah. you got two ex- these ex- executives executive, walking you know, in this long driveway. Where's the garage? Where's the garage? Okay, there's the garage. And there's like, you know, was it two or three guys? You have mm-hmm. the accountant, you have the owner, and, and the and sales then, guy. Yeah, Mike Street Matter. you know, one guy's over there just checking out the garage, checking this corner. The other guy's in the backyard <laughs> looking around. <laughs> it's and, a full inspection. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just so <laughs> <weird. laughs> How are they doing this? Yes, That's what they're saying. Yes. These guys. So <laughs> they, uh, they, they came up to us, and they said they, they met us very nice. Um, they said, hey, guys, would you guys like to become... A steel dealer. Wow. Um, with conditions, of course. You know, obviously the conditions that you... I, I don't... We had already bought the building, right, Hector? I think we... I don't know if we had the building, but we hadn't erected it. Yeah, it the building was yet. sitting on a it was flat, sitting, on a gooseneck. It was on a gooseneck. Right next to the garage. Oh, wow. And it yeah. sat there for a few oh, years. Yeah. A couple Several of years. years. Yeah. yeah. And, well, I remember, I remember the lot, and I remember the gate going up. Yes. And then I just remember from one day to the next, wow, there's... A frame. There's and concrete. There's, there's a there's, frame. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's just, it, it was just crazy. Yeah. yeah. So they said, uh, we need for you guys to, I know you guys supply ABC. We want you guys to see if we can convert them to steel. Um, they did tell us to actually uh, get rid of Echo. We didn't want to, obviously, because Echo is still a, a, a great product. 
and they opened the doors for us. I said, Fit, I told them, I said, we told them, I said, hey, not a problem. We knew Steel was very, very uh, top of the line. I said, yeah, that's a problem, not a problem. We'll, we'll, we'll push Steel to them. And, and from there, history, that's where we started really growing. We really growing. Now, we didn't have to deal with it. I tell you this, it, excuse me, the word pissed off a lot of logo dealers in town because they felt like, well, how are these Cantu brothers working out of the house? And I guess I can I can see it. How do you guys give these guys a steel dealership? Right, right. You know, but the, con- the the conditions were we needed to be in our building by X amount of time, a brick wow. and mortar source. And so we said, yeah, no, definitely, let's move it, let's move forward. Um, then from there, the just the ball started rolling, and then we started getting more and more sales. By that time, we were trying to uh, get set up directly with the manufacturers. This is uh, a, what is it? Uh, what is manufacturers? That you, why? Why man, you directly with some of the manufacturers of the climbing equipment, like rope, uh, saddles, spurs. What, what's uh, the upside in that? Cones. So it's going directly to those guys. What, what's the upside? Well, so you, we, cut, you we, cut the dealer, you cut the, meter, you you cut yeah. the distributor. We so become the distributor. In most products that we do sell accessories, we're we're distributors. We're distributors. Some products we're dealers only. So being a distributor, you're buying in bulk. Gotcha. Buy from so we are actually able to supply other local dealers. Very cool. At a and uh, at a at a at a where they are able to make their margins right at a reasonable well. price. Yes, sure. So what we did was working out. We kind of created a strategy. We said, you know what, I'm going to call for instance, example, Samson Rope. They manufacture climbing rope and bull rope, and there's another manufacturer by the name of New England. I'm going to call Samson and tell them we're New England Rope, but we want to carry their product. I'm going to call New England and tell them where Samson wrote. We figured we had we had the capital. We had we had the capital at the time, so we said, you know, we we're going to do a, a you know a five ten thousand dollar order rope. We need it. Why would they not say no? And actually, it was working perfect. Everybody was falling in line, doing this, blah blah. We and the only reason we did that was because of the, our first impressions. We were actually, if they show up and see us. They're going to get, they're going to get like, well, no, who are these guys? These guys aren't nobody. Look, at they're working out of their parents' garage. They don't even have a store. A they store have a store fund. Fund. Sure. What can they do for us? Sure. Not knowing. It's we we had a lot of potential. So people concern themselves about yes. appearance and what it looks like and mm-hmm. and not what you guys were offering at the time, which mm-hmm. was the customer service that's that you guys why, were That's providing. why I wasn't dressed up so much. He knows you guys are <laughs> concerned about appearances. I, I, hey, you know, I showed up there. I was like, I knew what I was getting myself into. I was like, like bro, yeah. you're overdressed, dude. I was like, great. <laughs> and they're not even paying for the dry clean. <laughs> I'm sure we were. <laughs> I'm sure, we'll I'm sure we were. Another. <laughs> At some point, you guys did. So we, we uh, there was only a couple of them, and one in particular, the funny story with this guy, it was a manufacturer named... Klein industry, and they carried this set of, of spikes to climb the trees. He, when we call Klein the manufacturer, sometimes they have local reps or in the region, they happen to have a local rep. Oh, yeah, I don't remember his name, but he says, We'll send him your way. And Hector, like, No, 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 we don't need you. We don't need you here. We we're ready to place the order. So, sure enough, just like we said, first impressions, the guy showed up, he shot us down, he gave us this ridiculous price pretty much told us opening a ridiculous open, opening open order. order which we knew we couldn't handle he just like no 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 we ended up actually it was actually a blessing in disguise because we got set up with another manufacturer by the name of buckingham 
And now we became we became a distributor for them. And then our rep was which is uh, at the time uh, Richard Wiltix, which is has become a mentor to us. Someone that we've we he's catered us since day one. Actually, loan you know several. Every time we had issues, Hector and I we've struggles or just in, just increased. I mean, because Hector and I didn't go to business. You know, we we're just business school. Some, business school. We we're just entrepreneurs. You know, we just ask questions. And this guy actually helped us a lot. Took us under the wing. He became our Buckingham rep. We became actually a master distributor for Buckingham. And I still remember maybe a couple of years later, um, that client rep showed up. And said, hey, guys, would you guys like to carry my product? He said, no. Wow. And today's yeah. day, today's, and, and till today's day, we're, we're not we, a client. We don't claim. Wow. We, we don't care. Wow. Call it principal. Call it whatever. Wow, we just, yeah. nope. No. Just and they've, they've, come, they've, come, they've, they've knocked on the door several times. We said, no. You didn't want us in. You, know, you it, us it, 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 I would call it loyalty to brand. It really is. For the brands that yeah. give you the opportunity, right? It so really I think, is. I think, well, you know, you have, to, you have to have that a certain amount of loyalty. You're right. And if you go to our stores, I mean, to our store, <clears throat> we don't have a thousand brands. We're very picky. We're very picky about our brands. But the brands that we do carry are the premium brands. Sure. You can go to other our competitors and they'll have a thousand brands there. And mm. what, what they sell what flavor of the, is of, what's been sitting on the floor for X amount of time. Right. Because of some some of the some of the uh, products that we sell manufacturers, they could be floor planned. So they might set a floor plan of maybe six months, seven months, twelve months, eighteen months. So once those so the floor, floor hits, plan just to just to they'll, they'll, for they'll give it to you. They'll that. give it to you somewhat, on, and and you can sit on it. They'll come and audit you, but if you don't sell it in X amount of time, you now you start paying interest, interest on them. Oh, so wow. now when a customer wow. walks into your store, which one? Which one's your better one? <laughs> that really motivates. They're going <laughs> really to the sell. One. We need to move that one. Move it's that one. Move that one. This is the best one. And Hector and I have always been very very picky. We've had manufacturers, you know, give us equipment and we're like, no, we, we, first of all, we're very limited. We don't want space. And not only that, we've kind of, uh, it muddies up the water, so to speak. Uh, we have a great relationship with our reps. We have a great relationship with our manufacturers. We represent our technicians now. They, they know the product like the back of their hand that's kind of so when a customer walks in hey we only represent four or five products manufacturers obviously in accessories so, i mean we probably represent over 50 manufacturers on the other smaller stuff but whole goods and when i say whole goods anything with an engine it's what five maybe mm-hmm. oh wow, wow. Five no, manufacturers. Probably, uh, well that goes back to, to the whole concept of having that that really really refined focused on uh, outlook on on those things yeah yes. that's good Yes, it, it really does. It really does. So you guys made tons of strides working out of the garage, but obviously, like you said, people want to touch the product, see the product. So what kind of what were you doing in the showroom garage, if you will? Like, are you bringing people around at all, or are you just using that as a warehouse? Our advertisement was word of mouth. We never really advertised, put anything out there, an ad, so forth. And we're in a residential area. It was just word of mouth. People got a hold of so and so, a tree guy. Hey, where do you buy this? Where do you buy? Hey, go to the Cantu Brothers. Cantu Brothers. And a lot of the a lot of the guys are. A lot of our business was from the utility tree uh, side, and a lot of those guys who work for these utility tree companies, 
they would go out and do their private jobs on the weekend. So those sure. guys that work for those companies yeah. would come to us because, oh, hey, oh, my nice, company yeah. buys from here, so I'm sure right. they give great deals. Right. So they come to yeah. us. And just word of mouth. Word, word of, of mouth. mouth. Word of mouth. Uh, and, at, and still at that time, I think till about the hooray movie, the, 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 the one that really, really, and this is, this is a story that I, I, I love to tell everybody, the, we all remember Hurricane Ike. Sure. Yep. Hurricane yeah. Ike, 2008, I believe. That's the, that's the hurricane that put Hector and I saw house on the map. And we were, and, and before he tells that, that's, that story is that we were doing really bad. We had gotten hit by a new utility tree company from up north. Oh. He hit us up for $60,000 of equipment and never paid for it. Wow. They went bankrupt. They went wow. bankrupt. And, oh, you know, for on. a small business like like ours right. then, yeah. I mean, that really hurt. It, it, it hurt bad. So we had $60,000 tied in up in that. Yeah. In, in that. And then, plus a, a freaking lawyer who ripped us off for 10000 to try mm-hmm. to do something about it. I think, and I mean, he, honestly, I, I think he ripped us off. And to this day, every time I see him. It, oh, we got a settlement. Yeah. <laughs> what is it worth? You know. But anyways. Um, so, yeah, there's only so, so much you can do, right? When, and, 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 yeah, especially with bankruptcy, really you know, fi- you know court. It's there's it was, only so much that you're gonna because you have started, a line of people it, and, and waiting some, to get paid. You know, right? and it's funny how this this came about because you would think, well, why would you give him sixty thousand dollars? And it didn't even come like that. So he started with a small five thousand dollar order. We would send it, mm-hmm. ship it, and he would actually cut us a check in less than two weeks. We would have it. He had a thirty day account with us. And then I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but the guy who was uh, supervising his crews was another guy who had a great relationship with us that came from another right. city. So kind of it was, it was right. kind of, wow. yeah, he kind yeah. of bowed for the company. This yeah. is a big corporation. Uh, I forgot even the state. Where I, they I, found I can't their think state. And uh, so after we would get a check, they would place another $5,000 order, get another check. Then they started growing. The order started going from a $10,000 order. And then I remember the last, we started getting $15,000 orders. We would always get paid right. on time. Yeah, Clockwork. No, yeah, no reason to think no any reason. otherwise. And then all of a sudden, we got a $20,000 order. Yeah, release it. We just They just mailed the check. We got it. Boom, perfect. We we took it golden. Well, that it turned in from 20. They said, hey, maybe a week and a half later, they ordered another 20. He said, hey, uh, the other check's on its way. Okay, shoot, no problem. I didn't have anything. They're just growing. They're yeah. growing. This this the company right. goes. There was there was nothing that would there were there were no red flags were no to red indicate flags. to say hey you so know what maybe like, we should slow down a little bit right. Yeah. Was there yeah. a storm that had happened that he was referencing? Hey, no, he, they were just it was a, it was a utility company that had picked up a lot of contracts uh, up north. I, I forgot the state. It was the company was called Maiden something. I forgot what it was. But uh, then all of a sudden the uh, they wanted to order more and we're like well. I'm sorry, you haven't gotten a check in the last month and a half. I can't. He goes, no, we send it. You know, obviously, they said, oh, we just, you know, it got lost, blah, 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 blah. Uh, then by the time you know it, two weeks later, hey, the company got shut down. Oh, wow. And we're like, what? So that's yeah. when Hurricane Ike, Ike comes around and says, hello. This was during the summer of uh, 2008. And then we see uh, a, a, a tropical storm brewing and uh it starts forming and then hurricane and turns obviously they name it uh when do they name it tropical storm is it 
not a depression. When is it actually named? Is it after? I think it's a tropical storm. storm. That's yeah, when they I name it. I, we we yeah. got named. I, we, we were just had you that guys just had the conversation. Yeah. We should know anything about hurricanes. We should know. And let me Google that. Yes. And so this 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 hurricane. You know, you know what? I do know one thing now. The dirty side is the right side. Okay. So yes. you always want to yes. be if you can yes. left of the eye. Possibly. So this hurricane <laughs> was coming directly toward Houston. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. a lot of the utilities companies start, they start prepping. So the light companies start calling these utility companies. Hey, you need to be on standby, blah, blah, blah. They call us, hey, Jose, I need X, we need X, Hector, we need X amount of chainsaw. How many employees did we have at the time? I know we had Chris. I think we only had, it was just three of us. It was just three of us. It was a three-man operation. It was like. We were still technicians. We were still, we were everything. Javier was working with us. Our cousin. Our cousin. He was our. So we had four. We had four. Both of us and two others. Chris and, yeah. But you had a lot of help too. And we had, yes. Oh, I'll get to the story where the help came in. So. So we started getting these orders in and, and a lot of chainsaws and a lot of uh, climbing equipment. So we started filling up. I remember that hurricane hit Saturday night. Actually, we anchored down at our parents' house that day. That night, we boarded up the everything. Hurricane came in on a Saturday night. Uh, wiped out everything, no lights, no nothing. Hector and I woke up in the morning, turned on generators, hooked up a uh, laptop, and we were open for business. You ready and, to go? And we were ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started getting, we started getting uh, phone calls. We started getting traffic in little by little. But there was a big dilemma. Nobody could get chainsaws because of all the debris in Houston, it the freight awful. companies could not get in. Right. The big, big, star, big box stores, your Home Depots, your Lowe's, your Walmarts, Grangers, nobody had anything. So what Hector and I kind of, we did a guerrilla marketing, I guess, so to speak. Yeah, sure. So we created, about halfway during the week, we got a company to create us this 12 by 12 fluorescent signs. <laughs> and all we did on there was put steel, sawhouse.com, I believe, and our phone number. No, steel, uh, chainsaws. And Chainsaw, that's what yeah, it was. Yes. Know keyword, chainsaw. Yeah, the yeah, keyword. Yeah, so so yeah. We, did, we, we did a map of all the Houston metro area, of all the Lowe's, all the Home Depots. In the middle of the night, we went with a ladder and we tie-strapped, <laughs> tie-strapped <laughs> entrance, all the entrance and exits of these places. So when people started going to these places, oh, and the other thing we did was, well, Come back. We didn't have chainsaws. Hector and I grabbed two trailers, a couple of chainsaws. We made our, we called our manufacturers. Hey, we need chainsaws. Well, yeah, I know you need to. Everybody needs chainsaws. Can't give them to you. I'm sorry. He goes, <laughs> what if we can meet you halfway just outside of Huntsville? Wow. Wow, so what we did was give me an order. I don't remember what it was, four or 500 chainsaws. Give me an order. Give us an order. We'll make it to you. A Maybe a 45-minute hour drive took us six hours to get there because mm-hmm. yeah, we had to create been, our, our, our path. Was, right. We loaded that. Before, we, this we, is pre-Waze. So <laughs> we, our phone rang off the hook, off the hook. We did that. We, Hector and I would wake up at 3.34 in the morning every single day till 10 o'clock at night. Uh, we did that for about maybe a week and a half, two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. We sold... If I were to guess, it was probably between, I, I forget the numbers. I used to know them. It was over 2,500 chainsaws we sold. Wow. I remember we had a line 
out the door. Our, our parents, <laughs> the picture, our parents' driveway. It's 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 lengthy. It's it's probably a good maybe. It's a good ways. What, what's yeah. our what's a fifty maybe seventy five meters? I that's don't know, a good. That's water. a good maybe seventy five feet. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we just redid the whole driveway for them. So yeah, he we should know. We yeah. should know. <laughs> so so uh, we had a line out the door. I remember we were we were unloading some chainsaws, and uh, HPD passes by, and they stop off of uh, an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So they're like, it didn't look right. And they were like, they stopped. Like, what are y'all doing? Uh, we're working. Where'd you get the chainsaws? Uh, we sell them. <laughs> he just, you know, he's, he's, you know, you're talking about if what people don't know, we we were our. our it was in Northside, you know, uh, and so generally not the best neighborhood in the world, you know, where we grew up in. But um, so they thought, hey, these guys hijacked an 18. I don't know what the Somehow, hell they yeah, just, <laughs> In their hey, eyes, unfortunately. We, so we owned the property in front of my parents' home, too. And we used that piece of property as parking. And I remember around that same time. Well, there was cars pulling in and they were just looking around. OK, do I belong here? Do I don't? They would pull. Yeah, yeah. let's go back in. Let's leave. I, 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 I do. I, I, you know what? I'll, 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 I'll interject a little bit on that story because I, I will say that I, I remember. I'll never forget that one. It was a Mercedes yep. E class. Yep. That's it. That's it. A Mercedes. She drives up. Yep. And she looks at the sign. She looks at where she's at. And she just drives she off. She said, "No, this doesn't That's look safe. It's hilarious. This doesn't look safe." But but it, you know, it's 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 you know the a part of town that historically has not been safe. Uh, I think it's a little bit better now. It's uh, you know it's not that great, but a little bit better, right? I think overall the city's a little safer. But but I think when you're in a situation where you know you're you're you know you're in a in a position of vulnerability, right? Because that's what that event brings, right? It's mm-hmm. you're you're vulnerable yep. to things, and then you're put in a position where you have to do something, and you have to get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> comfort zone. <laughs> that I think I think created challenges. <laughs> but I but I think the people that said, "Hey, you know what? Let me go in and find out what's going on here." Because yep. if no one else has a, has a you know a saw in town, maybe these guys have it. Yep. Right? But you know what's funny. Uh, Back to, I think Olson mentioned earlier, and then I was going to touch base on it, that, you know, you're only as strong as your weakenings. I do remember everybody came on board, friends, family members. They knew it turned into from a four-man operation to a 10 or maybe 12-man operation. I remember we sold a ton of, uh, we sold a ton of, they're called pro pruners. So they're very extended, long chainsaws. And I think it was about 100 or 200 of those. We sold them to Centerpoint Energy. Oh, nice. So I remember we had to send. Did you go, Olsen? Was that one of the one you went to? Olsen or was it Lee? Or it Steven? Lee. I don't know. No, Steven. I don't Steven. recall now. And they, we sent them down there. He said, hey, we'll go manufacture. Don't oh, worry about it, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I go. Do, yeah. You deliver. We'll manufacture. Because the idea, when you, the, one of the key things about steel is that you cannot sell it in a box. It has to be pre-assembled. You have to actually service, put gas, oil in it. You have to test run it. So whenever you come in, it's a, it's a, it's an experience. So you're building all right. these during Ike. You're building all we these. Have, you have yes, to, we have to service every single one of them. Oh every gosh. single one of them. And uh, I remember we sent Stephen and, and was it Lee? I guess. And, mm-hmm. they, and for some reason, obviously, they didn't attach the, the one <laughs> the portion head. of the gearhead correctly. So then we get a phone call. We're like, hey, your pole printers, your 100 or 200 pole <laughs> printers aren't working properly. <laughs> 
So then we had to go back there and, and, and fix them. But you know what? I, I always we always give thanks to to everybody. I, I don't think if it was it's not a Hector and I think it's everybody. You know, um, but that was actually our hooray moment. That was our we had enough money to the, finish the store, moved into our store the following year, and and brush up brush off that little that little hiccup of the sixty k that we had lost. Right. You know, um, it was amazing. So from that day, going back all the way to you, like, hey, mom and dad, can we, you know, buy some chainsaws in the garage? How long was that? So that was, so we started in 99. We moved out of there January of 09. So it was actually 10 years that we spent there Mm -hmm. in that garage. A lot of hot summer years. Then we moved in. We had just, we had already kind of calculated a small it was a 2,700 square foot, 20, yeah, 25, 2,500 square foot building. It sits on an acre lot. When we moved in there, we had already outgrown it. Well, when we built it, we built. I mean, it. we weren't thinking sales. We weren't. We weren't yeah. thinking. We were just thinking a small engine shop. That's it. Hey, you know, we're badass. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We're good <laughs> technicians. Let's just work on small engines. So you're just going to fix them. You didn't. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We so didn't think about sell them. selling. We didn't think about accessories. Right. We didn't think about selling. Branching out. But yeah, we didn't think about any of that. So we built it too small. But 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 that's a, that's the beauty of it, right? So you're not thinking at that level, but it matures to that level, and you guys adapt mm-hmm. yep. as you're going along. Yep. So. I guess my question, I guess, for other folks that are in that situation. So what do you think helped you in that process to get to where you knew you had something special, right? And then let's take it to the next level, right? So you immediately realized that the place was too small. How how do you encourage others to kind of say, hey, you know what, let me, this is how I identified it and this is how I went about you know, growing the potential of the company? I think that's a very hard question to answer. I mean, I, I can't think of a p- particular moment. I just knew, hey, Hector, you know. Hey, I mean, we, we were technicians out of our garage. We bought the property. Before, to be technicians. To be technicians. We, we bought we, the building. We the to building be to be a technician. Technician. We hadn't even gotten into sales yet. Yeah. You know. So we were we were selling chainsaws and all this, and everything was growing. We had all the accessories. We, the building was finished. We finished the rest of the concrete. We put a fence. We move in there, and we're like, okay, where are we going to put everything? And and at that time, actually, we had already so we had already already been spoiled by the train industry, and I would say call it spoiled. We never dabbled into the landscaping industry. We didn't have room for for mowers, commercial right. Z riders, and stuff like that. Yeah, you focused. We were, yeah, we just focused on chainsaws. So we branched out and we contacted a company called Xmark, which is, in our terms, I think they're the Cadillac of the industry, uh, well-respected manufacturer. Uh, we approached them. They, they said yes. But we, we learned really quick that the landscaping industry, it's a very, very cutthroat industry. And when I say that is, so, Steve, let's, be, uh, let's go cut grass tomorrow. Let's be a landscaper. In order to really make money in the landscaping industry, you have to do it through volume. You have to do a lot of yards. You have to allow a lot of crews. You got to do the hardscape of the industry, maybe irrigation, so forth. So it's 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 tough industry. And my 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 applause. There's some great companies out there that have 
do very, very well. The tree guy, tree industry, hey, Steve, let's be a tree guy. Well, we need to cut that tree. Can you climb it, Steve? No, I can't either. But it <laughs> needs to fall between that house and that fence. And it's very dangerous. Not only that, but man, we're going to make four or $5,000 in maybe three quarters of a day. So there's more money to be made wow. in the tree industry. Okay, yeah, because nobody, so yeah. nobody can do it. It's a specialty art. So when they come to us, they just show up. Do you have it? I need it now because I'm losing money. I need to go to work. So we were spoiled by the tree industry. That's when I say that. Right. And in the landscaping industry, it's a little different because there's a lot of bridges that are burned because it's very seasonal. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very picky. And we were actually, Hector and I were very, very selective of companies that we were taking in at the time on landscaping. And, and it was probably a good thing because we did turn down a lot of business. Um, some of them might have wanted, you know, in-house credit that we didn't want to provide. We, just, we had already gotten burnt several times. So we just didn't want to go that route. We, we hired, uh, we got associated with uh, several financing companies and, you want credit? Here's your application. If they don't want to, sure. I don't want to either. Sure. I'm sorry. I don't yeah, know what to yeah. tell you. Shift, if you the can't, risk out. If you yeah, can't sure. qualify yeah, for yeah. them, I'm sorry. Um, but at that, t- at that point, Hector and I, you know, kind of already, our brains were already stormy. We were already, you know, we had picked up, you know, a couple of more technicians. We need to add some more square footage. Um, what's more or less, what did we add? Was an 80? 10,000. We added about 10,000 square foot to our building. So that really, you know, uh, with a nice mezzanine. Uh, and then we just added another <laughs> 2,000? Yeah, about another 2,000. Uh, just recently. Just at the beginning recently. of the last year. Uh, right. At the beginning right. of the year. Yep. So currently right. we have, I would say, between 12, including us, part, uh, uh, employees, and then maybe how many part-timers? We just have uh, two two part timers. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we are established now. Just not only in the in the tree side of the industry, we're established in the landscaping industry as well. We carry X Mark. We uh, we've dabbled more into the industrial side of the tree industry as well. We we carry a, a manufacturer, two manufacturers. One is Rayco. So whenever you cut a, uh, it's a stump grinder. So whenever they cut a oh, tree, nice, yeah. you have the stump. You ever see them? They just grind yeah, them, yeah. grind them down. That's a great. That's actually business. pretty cool. That's I, actually, I, I love seeing that. It's a yeah. great business. Those are those piece of equipment. They're pretty expensive, but it's a great business to be in there because of the high cost of the yeah. of the machinery. Uh, Mobark, we carry Mobark chippers. We service we uh, we service the, the industrial side of the industry as well. You guys, uh, you service those helicopters. You know, somebody <laughs> sent us a, a good. Fr- you know, I saw a video on that. A good friend of ours just actually today, right, sent us a, a video. He goes, "Hey, you guys need to carry these because <laughs> it's it's, a, it's literally a helicopter with these massive." 20 foot, 15 foot, I don't know, blades, like three of them. It's unreal. It's really? Cool. It really it's is. Really. I haven't really seen really that. Now. Yes. I haven't seen and that. they're cutting right, cool. right next to and the power line. Yeah. And it's a helicopter. Yeah, it's a helicopter just trolleying around. Wow. Just cutting. Oh, you should see the equipment these utility tree guys use. I mean, you, you, I mean obviously, we're, we're used to the city. But these guys, they're using these huge tractors. They're called giraffes. They have like this. It's a telescoping. This long telescoping. Um, boom. Pol- boom. With this huge, maybe thirty-inch blade on it, that wow! Just, it's just, just grinding it's grinding through, exactly. it's ripping wow. through, yep. and it's on wow. tracks. It's a humongous. It, it's actually uh, pretty impressive uh, seeing one of those things. Yeah. In, in, so then in you person. got that tractor, right? 
trimming these trees. And then you got these other maybe three or four tractors following that tractor. That particular unit. And those tractors are pulling a, uh, like a brush hog and they're just. Just grinding it. Just, just chopping up all the branches. Wow. It's Wow. It's a pretty cool operation. Wow. And those blades, they got to be sharpened, or do they just? They're carbide. Okay. Yeah, carbide, and they do. They 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 sharpen them, or they replace yeah. the teeth whenever they do. They, okay, they replace wow. them. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. So yeah, currently, um, I always say, you know, back to touch base with you know your your you're only as strong as your weakest link. Um, we have a great crew. Everybody, all of the other, all our reps always applaud us. Man, how do you guys get these guys? I don't know. We, you know, one thing we've always uh, been very, very anal about, we've always hired young kids with, I don't know if they expire to, to be something, but the, every single one of our employees has started in the back in the warehouse. Nice. Every single one. Our two key, main key guys, the guys that actually Hector and I probably get in their way sometimes, um, is Angel and Brandon. Those guys are our two knob guys. Um, then their their right hand guy is, is Gio right now that he he's actually on the counter as well. But those two guys, Hector and I back in the day, we didn't have the privilege to travel together. Now obviously with them we get to travel together, we get to spend time and those guys just run the place for us. But one thing we always tell everybody, I said, look, Sawhouse isn't owned by Hector and I. We all own Sawhouse. We just have seniority there. That's all it is. Everybody nice. has the same, you know, uh, seniority or same ambition or same sure to, to climb and, and be part of it. Yeah, it definitely shows. I mean, in just a you know, little bit of time that we've been listening to your story and stuff like that. I mean, the sincerity. I mean, you know, you're not just selling stuff to get money. You're selling stuff so somebody can make their house look nicer with the trees or they can, you know, move a road so people can go by and, and it shows. Our philosophy has always been the word no doesn't exist. Um, when somebody comes into our doors, they have a problem. And it's our job to solve that problem. It's been times where it could be totally outside of our industry. <laughs> <laughs> this guy comes in with a, with a, with a, with a power wheel pedal. Right, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, do you can do you do you uh, do you guys sell these?" And one of my guys is like, "No." I'm like, uh, "Let me see that." And there's a part number behind it, right? So I just get online, blah blah blah, pull, pull up some numbers. I can have it here tomorrow. It's fifteen bucks. Okay, yeah, no problems. <laughs> so it's you know sometimes sometimes people but, just yeah, but don't. That, that shows something, right? Because a lot of people in the service industry don't look at it from that perspective, no. right? No, they don't. Uh, you know, in in in, in the industry that I'm in, and more particularly the, you know, the area that I'm dealing with now, you know, it is strictly customer focused, right? Because to your point, it's like, hey, you know what? I don't deal with that, but I will deal with it because you're a customer. Exactly. And and, and if you look at it from that perspective as a business owner, I think only good things are going to come out right. of that, right? Because they know mm-hmm. where they walked into yep. Yep. and they came in with the problem. Exactly. You help me solve it. One, exactly. one, thing, one thing that creates, you know, we can get satisfaction. I, I can be satisfied here. I can satisfy, I can get satisfaction at another store. One thing we love to create and we hone on very, very hard is loyalty. We get loyal customers. So in, in, in our industry and especially with steel, every single product that we sell has to be registered. So 
nowadays there's several dealers. Uh, there's a ton of dealers in Houston, um, and everybody rule of thumb it's between a when whenever somebody sells a particular product, it's sold in a radius of two to five mile radius around them. If you do, a that, you rep, know, that's a typical. That's a typical that that that, 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 branches where, out. So that's, if you're a, gonna, that, that's an individual where now it, they yeah, usually live it. Nowadays, mm-hmm. if you're going to build a steel dealer, you got to look at surroundings. Okay, well, we're going to build a steel dealer here. We want to carry the products. Okay, well, there's really not a lot of market here. You got to look at two, maybe five, maybe ten miles, but nobody's going to drive that far to go to your store. If you do a product registration of Sawhouse, we got people from Beaumont. Port Arthur, Galveston, Freeport, Magnolia, Tomball, passing out one, two, three, four other dealers to come to us. That, to me, loyalty. That really really hits the home right there. Wow. You know, they they take the time to come all the way to us for a reason. So you hear a lot about, like, you know, Ford. They're not in the car business. They're in the mobility business. You guys service. What business are you really in, would you say? I, even though we're, we're in the outdoor power equipment and servicing the industry, um, I, I think in general, if you can take that same concept and apply it in any other business, whatever you're selling, it, you can grow. You, you can make that business just expand. So... To pick a particular word, man, I don't know. I, the only word that comes to me is just creating that loyalty. Creating that loyalty. Loyalty goes a long way. Loyalty. I mean, if you just you said Servicing your customers. It's a reason I don't go. There's a reason Walmart, ex- I mean, there's a reason Walmart and Target exist. This is the analogy I use. I can go to Walmart and buy something less expensive. I can go to Target. Maybe it's going to cost me a little bit more. I don't like going to Walmart because I don't want to wait in a long line. Maybe the security might be a little iffy. You know? <laughs> but if I, but I, no, I mean, am I right? This but, is the shadiest uh, parking lot yeah. I've been in. But, but, but if I be go like to, that lady in the Mercedes, I'm just going to keep rolling. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's true. I mean, it's true. I mean, what do we see on the news? Somebody got assaulted at Walmart. Lady in Mercedes. Assaulted. But but, but I'd rather go to Target because it's going to cost me a little bit more. I don't have to wait in line. But you know what? They're going to give me service. So you can't get both. I'm not going to say Hector and I have always preached this. We're not the less expensive in the industry. We're not. But we do provide service. We're not perfect, but you provide service. And anybody can go on our website or just do a search for Google reviews and we're up there. Sure. Not yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's, that's We're right. always going to have hiccups. I think, that, I think that resonates across the board. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, outdoor, you know, power equipment or, or you know, and, you know, a Mac. It doesn't matter, right? If you go to Apple and you get the right customer service, I think you, you're going to build brand loyalty. And I think that's what you guys have, yeah. right? You know, because you guys, you know put those things out there, right? Whether they're, you know, whether it's a chainsaw or a, a riding lawnmower or whatever it is that you're selling. If I come back to you and I say, Hey, you know what? Eh, this chainsaw maybe isn't working right. Or maybe I don't know how to use it. Yeah. I think people like you, you know, to say, Hey, you know what? Let me take the time step up to the, to plate. say, Hey, you know what? Let me educate this customer on the product. Let me show you how to use it. And that way you have a customer that, 
is happy with the product and will come back because people remember that kind of stuff. Yep. yep, and, yep. And you know what, Olsen and Steve, it comes back to just here recently, two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, you guys were talking on your, I heard your, your previous podcast about Hurricane, Hurricane uh, Laura. Example. Marco. Well, it was yeah, Marco guys, and Polo, and Laura Somebody came said in. Laura came in. <laughs> so we had issues with a, a freight liner or something, some hiccups with the order that we placed through Steel, our distributor. We needed, I think it was Monday, right? Hmm? It was Monday. Monday, we find out that we had backlogged several hundred chainsaws that we didn't know we were going to make it. So kind of Laura, we didn't know exactly the path, but it was kind of sure. hitting, may, might hit us, might not. So we thought, hey, if Laura hits tonight or if Laura hits Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever, this we're going to get this order that pl- was placed on Monday, several hundred chainsaws. It's going to be it, stuck it, in between. It's going to be stuck Houston in between logistics. So what we did was we called our steel, uh, our, our steel uh, dealer, our distributor, and uh, Robin Hastings, which is the guy that that runs Blue Mountain for us, he's um, he's he. Uh, we always have a running joke because he's a true steel advocate. He, he bleeds. He, orange. He, do, he he bleeds orange. Then, and, and for anybody that doesn't know, orange is the primary color of steel. So we called him, and and this 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 actually has a lot to do with it because it's a two way street. You know, obviously with our relationship with our reps, with our manufacturers. He said, hey, we need this order. Jose, let's do this. He goes, if you want, I'll stay after hours. What's the hike from here to McKinney? About five? Four, four hours. Four, four and a half, maybe five four hours. hours. Yeah. Um, we asked two of our guys. I said, hey, who wants to drive? They left five. They left around five, 530. Got there around 930, 10. Loaded up, I think it was five or six pallets of chainsaws. And uh, got back at three in the morning. Unloaded them. Went slept two hours, got back at work at seven. We had chainsaws, but to me that means a lot from this point of our distributor. And it's like I said, it's two way street. So we learn from them. When you call them, you 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 know how you can usually you you can't see their smile, but you can hear their smile, so to speak, <laughs> yeah, through the phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that resonates a lot with us. You know, we see those examples and the way they carry them, the things they done they do for us as dealers. So right. We yeah. use those those things I, as examples. I think you're in the people business and just have well, to that's, that's, that's absolutely, no, no, no. I mean, it, 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 that's absolutely the Five people pedals, business. He doesn't even. Know. <laughs> yeah, it, it is absolutely people business because if you don't have that, right, and, and, that, and I think that's what the amazing thing is is that you didn't realize that you guys were people business entrepreneurs, <laughs> but you became that, right? Yeah. And I think that shows a lot about who you guys are. And, and what you've strived to have your business represent. Yep. Um, and I think that's what, what really, m- what we want to see more of here in town, right? And that's why we're doing this podcast, right? Yeah, because definitely. we want to we showcase guys like you, you know, businesses like, like what you have. And like that, that Sawhouse just, Outdoor Power Equipment. <laughs> that one right there, yeah. <laughs> and and that's, that's, that's the beauty of it, right? It's like getting out there, getting in front of the customer and, solving problems right and that and that that i think shows a lot yeah you said you've got some youth that are working for you like what would you tell them i mean it sounds like in listening to you you're seeing yourselves a few years ago and some of these uh workers that are coming up you know all of our guys uh we we have a very very close relationship with every single one 
of our employees. Uh, we 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 see everybody as family. We care for them, but I think we always strive for them to to aspire to be somebody. Whether it might not be Sawhouse, we push school we, a lot. We push school. Nice. We're very we flexible do. with them on those kind of things. Um, but just in general, just any, and you know what? Sometimes I think maybe in human resources we might be crossing the line by, but we strive to tell them, hey, you know, we might see somebody get a little out of line or something. Hey, come here. Let me let me talk to you. Let me let me show you. I don't want you to make this mistake that maybe Hector and I have already made. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hey, this is going to guide you in a way to be a better asset to society, so to speak. And are they receptive always? They do. They do. Yeah. I think we've, we don't have a big turnaround. A lot of our employees um, have been with us. Angel and Brandon started, started when they were, what, 18, 19, mm-hmm. more or less. Wow. Now they're in their mid-20s. Um, you know, we're very, very particular. Our young lady that works for us right now, she's kind of our business, I mean, our, our administrator right now. Um, I remember, uh, you know, any other place would, would just hire, put an ad out, or just hire them. And I, I remember Hector. Hector went through 120 <laughs> applications. You know, went through it's a, a fun game. He, and and he, he shortlisted. He shortlisted. You know, he shortlisted. You know, um, uh, three of them. And and, and uh, remember, we had an interview with them, and she's the one that stood out the mess. And I remember, I remember one in particular. Poor thing. One of the questions we had on there was, "What's your weakness and and uh, what's your strength?" She says. She says. My weakness is my baby daddy, but he's in jail right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I look over to Hector, and Hector just kind of leans back in his chair, and I'm like, oh, this interview's over so bad. <laughs> it's just been, There's <laughs> no mentor book for me. <laughs> Thank goodness I wasn't there. Yeah. Like, and you said, Hector, sorry, we can't. back. I would have no, said, so that means I have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> my baby daddy, but I don't worry, he's in jail. Um, but then uh, I think she was our last candidate, and, and her weakness is is, uh, is organization. And she's and she's she's a key opponent with us. I mean, she's an asset yeah. to us now. She's great. She does things to the T, and uh, every single one of us. And we love the culture that has been created. You know, around everyone the, gets along with everyone. Everybody. There's no drama. There's everyone just gets it gets along with everyone. It's it's it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Over over the the past. 20 odd years, I maybe a handful of people we had to let go, unfortunately. And, you know. And we're not good at that either. That is tough. I mean, like, I'll, I'll say this. It was very hurtful <laughs> when that happened. But, um, I understand why you had to make that decision for me. But, <laughs> no, you know, you, but I appreciate the opportunity. You failed the hey, drug. Hey, dude doesn't complain you, about you, sweating, man. <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. But you guys are like, they have it good. They didn't suffer like I suffered. <laughs> I'm sorry. We had, it's because we had to put a drug policy in. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, my heart medication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, no, man. I so, totally appreciate So I, I was just going to say, so, what, and I guess this is last question. So given the journey that you've been on so far, where do you guys see Sawhouse beyond 2020? I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I think there's tremendous, you know, everybody's always, uh, uh, I, I touched base on our, our one of our mentors and he's always, kind of pushed us to franchise, 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 mm-hmm. and to take this model and, and run with it. Um, I don't know if we really wanted to do that or we want to do that. I think right now there's so much groom 
to grow locally here just in our brick and mortar. And Hector and I enjoy, I think we complement each other so much that I think if it's one of us would leave, it would disturb just disturb the, the force, the force yes. you know, you know, the uh, aura, we, the yeah, energy, the know. synergy, the synergy. It, it, it really would. Big so, word. But with that being said, I think still just in generally there at a location, we're in the process of trying to negotiate more property in the back, build another expansion on the building. There's still so much room. Sure. Maybe down the line. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll do a, 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 a test pilot and maybe open another store maybe on the south side maybe just a small maybe not a full blown tech a little place. satellite store satellite sure. store yeah, exactly elsewhere you know in a full blown no plans store for Austin. Austin Austin's like I mean that's that's, that's, that's huge no Austin's no, 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 huge yeah, right sure. now we've been spending so much time in Austin yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Austin's a store in Austin would be awesome it yeah. would it would yeah. and uh, but I, I think uh, starting off with the with a satellite another satellite store sure. here in town and then Get your feet wet, just exactly. see how that works out remotely yeah, yeah. and yeah. go from there. And maybe even, you know, we always tell the guys, you know, hey, this isn't just Jose and Hector. Maybe, you know, have an employee, oh, yeah. you know, branch out and start it. Hey, this is this is something you can buy into. Take it. Yep, sure. Run with it. I yeah. don't know. I would, know. Uh, I would recommend if you do decide to look at franchising, there's a movie called Founder. I see. Yes, <laughs> and uh, man, <laughs> learn from the learn, that, learn, yeah. learn the mistakes. The land, the- there's also there's also this movie called uh, The Social Network. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're trying to dilute my shares. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to own the land. But that is a sad story, man. That yes. founder is like it really that is. guy Poor was a guy. jerk to the end, man. Yes, it's sad. But I don't think sad. these guys are jerks. So maybe I, I think, maybe no, that's no. what it was. I saw that. Maybe I saw that movie. Maybe that that discouraged yeah, me. Say, would, no, that's okay. We're fine. Thank no, you. No, I think I think the dynamic that you guys have is is definitely special. Um, I think you guys can replicate that model. But to your point, I think you have to pick the right people. And I think you guys have a pretty good sense of that. And I think you have the right people in place now. Um, so I, see, I, I think I see some good things That's coming good. your way yeah. if yeah. you guys oh, decide yeah. to do that. Or with that, Hector, have always, Hector and I have always, you know, we've had, we've have, we currently have some different endeavors that we're kind of branching off of. Not has to do with the tree side of the industry. Because I think right now with the saw house in general, it kind of runs itself you know, so to speak, we still kind of sit there and we go in and we look at charts, we look at things, questions, blah, blah, blah. But we're not as hands-on as we right. are need you're to not, be now. You've evolved from the technical person that you were yes. at the beginning of that. And it, was very, it was very sure. hard for us to, to give sure. her that because we were very, very uh, hands-on. We're hands-on, absolutely. Yeah. That, and we like to micromanage. Yeah. Well, we, so used we used to, to micro, That was micromanage yeah. quite a bit. something we learned. Um, um, but who knows, maybe something else. I don't know, something sure. else in different... Different business. We'll, maybe down the line, five, six years from now, we'll be having a another podcast on <laughs> yeah, another right. endeavor. Yeah, we'd love to. Well, we yeah. do have an investment uh, out in... Torreon, Torreon, Coahuila, in Mexico. But in Mexico. We can... We can we can talk about that. Once that, time. once yeah, yeah. No, well, that's, it'll be, it'll, you know what that it'll sounds like, Caesar. That's yeah. a you teaser. know what, you know what that, that sounds like, Steve. It sounds like we'll have to have another. You know, round of uh, of uh, discussions with the uh, Sawhouse Bros. I totally agree uh, for the uh, insight on uh, what's going on in Mexico. Yes, definitely. That yes, sounds, yes, definitely. Uh, it sounds it sounds intriguing. So I definitely yeah, want to know yeah. a little it's bit. It's more no about cartel that. stuff, though. But. <laughs> 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 thank goodness. I don't think you guys would be into that. But thank goodness. So, uh, if I wanted to uh, reach out and. 
take a look at your showroom floor or reach out and talk about saws? How would I do that? I think the best way to probably, you know what, to get a, a, a perspective, everybody, everybody has Instagram or Facebook, you know, look up Sawhouse. And on there, you can kind of get a general idea of their store. Or whenever you're welcome to stop by, you know, we're on the north side on Aldean Westfield, uh, 10 minutes north of downtown, 9860 Aldean Westfield. Or the worldwide web. 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 Yes. Yeah, it's the w- interweb. Do the not interweb. As the kids call it these days. Sawhouse.com. But we do have a web store, too. So if you, if you can't make it to our store, I mean, to our store... You can shop online. And that's sawhouse.com. Sawhouse.com. Nice. Yep. And Very are you guys cool. like Matrix Mac? If I do pop in, what I'm, am I going to see you guys there? Yes, we're, we're all over the place, yes. <laughs> yeah. we They're always at the yes, front yeah. counter. Yes. <laughs> Every Just like Matrix Mac. That's it? Yes, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, t- totally great meeting you guys. Congrats on all the success. Thanks for all the things that you guys are doing and that we don't see. And all the houses. I mean, seriously, Ike was a troublesome time for us. So appreciate uh, what your services allow people to do because we definitely needed your help. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having us up. Olsen, Steve, obviously. Until the next one. Well, hopefully, yeah. It won't be the last. Hopefully, uh, uh, the next podcast will we'll get a little more insight on the Mexico journey. And we'll see what that, <laughs> yeah. what that brings. I look forward to it. Continued success, guys. Take thank care. you. Thank you so much.